No mucking around here. Straight into it Wednesday evening. Where are they racing? What do you got for us? All right. Well, my first one tonight, I've got sort of two. They're, they're both odds on, um, but race... Uh, five Ballarat, Kalinda Beast, box seven. For Eric Garfield, Kalinda Beast kicked on the turn, raced away, high action runs on, but Kalinda Beast, brilliant again. Beats high action, Langfield Bale and Jalissa Bale. Into Ryland Bale, race 10 Ballarat. The turn, Ryland Bale hit the lead, Quintana Bale coming down the centre, Ryland Bale in front of Quintana Bale and Ryland Bale beats Quintana Bale, Blackpool, Bold Aston. Providence Bale is a really good place bet here off, off the red short. Um, so, yeah, perhaps have another look at some same race multis. Um, Japara, I think, gets a really nice run into the race. Um, Yozo Bale will be looking to crash down from box seven. Um, so, yeah, I think Japara, who does... Uh, who who is able to stick off the track and, and I guess, time his run fairly sensibly, usually. So um, I think Japara... Um, and Providence Bale to, to run the top two there. Leader, about two lengths, Japara's trying hard. Then came Yozo Bale, they swing the corner. Providence Bale still about a length and a half clear, but Japara's finishing on, and Japara has beaten uh, Providence Bale, and then Yozo Bale. Close up with special talent. Race nine, number two, Aston Lavinia. Uh, very good run last start. Um, usually pretty handy early. Down the back, and it's Aston Lavinia, the leader, by about two lengths or so. Father Fevos and Sweet Petite and Flat Ahead's getting a rails run, but around the corner, Aston Lavinia still about two in front with that early pace, and Aston Lavinia wins at a length and a half plan ahead. Third goes Father Fev. On Friday as well, I'm going to head to Geelong. We were talking about Andrea Dilly last week, investing in uh, some Irish sires, and in box two is another Irish bred dog, Drippy's Book, and the dog's name is Fabriola Zimenez. Um, I'm going to tip Zimenez here. I don't know if you guys seen this dog last week. He did one of those uh, sensational from last, I mean stone last runs, to get across the winning line in front. Fabriola Bauer not far away. Gypsy Toowoomba got pushed back along the rail from Fabriola Zimenez and then Gamble and Waits as they swing on the swing for home. And the leader down on the inside, Winlock at large, joined by Gypsy Toowoomba. The outside three bears getting up on the inside. Fabriola Zimenez! Fabriola Zimenez got through to beat Gypsy Toowoomba. Third, three bears, fourth... Coming on Saturday, race five is a 600-metre final. It's the Paradise Street Trophy. Um, Stout Manelli stepped up to 600 metres last week. He was absolutely sensational. He was in box eight. He lands the pink rug again this week. Um, I'm not going to waste much time talking about it. He can't be beat, and he will not be beat. Down the back, though, in the star. Stout Manelli goes off the back and flying out by four. In second, Chimera Manelli, then followed by Redcap Manelli. Lashes Manelli, barefoot tycoon. Get in the queue now if you're on the favourite. Stout Manelli gives Hobby his first win in the Paradise Street. 34-63, wins by four. And I'm going to Sec finish off the night. Wrist 10. Uh, box hit here, Lady Minx, an old dog that won from the Pink Rug last week. Um, no excuses not to train again. And the trainer is Margaret Heppel, who's been doing some great work with her pups recently, including the WA Derby winner, Manzu. And uh, Lady Minx is an old pup here who looks to have a... Uh, a decent future ahead of it. And Westdale fate last of all off the back. Valachi the leader out by two lengths on Lady Minx. A further three lengths behind them. Salsa Manelli followed by Coffee Cutie as they swing. Valachi is the leader. Here comes Lady Minx to the outside. Lady Minx too strong, too impressive. Wins by two and a half. Valachi second, third goes to Salsa Manelli. Coffee, woof, Cutie. woof, woof. And woof because we have a full pallet 
here, and I'll tell you what, the bank accounts... And that's all we've got time for on the non-chasers today after 45 minutes of winners from the boys. And the pockets will be full. The non-chasers, the last show, and boy, have we gone out with a bang. There was even more winners that I couldn't squeeze into the montage because purely the, show, the montage would have gone for too long and we wouldn't have had time to talk about it. And we've got the boys here. We've got Shagger. We've got Kenny. We've got Gunner. How are we, gentlemen? All going well, I think. Uh, I'm just looking around the room here and there's nothing but smiles, so. Very good. Kenny, Glenn Arshoff, just, just tickling his chin. He's probably thinking, <laughs> I had a few more in there. Yeah. <laughs> Where are they? Mate, I'm, I'm dead set. It would have gone for eight minutes. We couldn't We couldn't stop. Listen, it's like, all right, there's, there's, he's put up all Shaggers' odds on shots. I actually put dogs up in prices. <laughs> there, were, there were a few odds on in there, but there was some... There was some in Dubbo and some in Gawler and I couldn't really get my hands on the replays as easily as I could other jurisdictions. So, alas, three minutes 40 was all we had. Gunnar, how are you, mate? Welcome. Last show. No, thank you for having me on for the last show. Great to be here. But, geez, the show's been in uh, in sensational hands. Um, wouldn't want me in here bringing these boys down. <laughs> what I tip up, these guys are on fire. Yeah, no, they certainly are. And, boy, have we got a big one to finish off. We're going to go chasing with Jason a little bit later. JT, Jason Thompson is going to be on the line in the second segment. We're going to talk to him. We've got a barrier hatchet. Um, we actually visited him here. We've not here. We visited him a few years ago down at his Pearsdale property. Uh, I'm going to ask a few questions about uh, well, why don't you tell us what it is because you might not be able to stick around for the interview. What, what did you want to ask him? I wanted to ask about black opium because Jason was uh, fairly adamant that regardless of how many of one of his dogs won uh, how many Melbourne Cups they won, they would never be allowed in the house. Uh, no dogs in the house. But from my understanding is that Black Opium having such a soft spot in Shona's heart that um, uh, the wife might have pulled rank there and, and Black Opium's found the way into the castle. So yeah. in, interested to find out about how that's gone. I do remember when we did ask him that and he, he said it a little bit more bluntly than how you put it out. He said, yes, he I did. I, I, I've tidied that up a little bit, yes. <laughs> I don't care how many Melbourne Cups there when they ain't coming into the house. Um, so let's see if he's softened up a touch old JT. Um, fellow, a bit of news. The Terrelgan Greyhound J-Track is uh, on schedule to be finished. We're looking forward to seeing that. That's a slide in there. It's a, it's a Certainly exciting am. new track. It's the first of its kind seen in Australia. What do you think? Uh, in Victoria, I think. That's no, uh, in Australia, mate. Yes. Yeah, so, well, there, there are some J-Tracks, but probably not to the extent of this one. So uh, Hobart, we know, is quite a um, big track. But the distances beyond 461 down at Hobart, they still start on a bit of a bend. So haven't seen the starting traps just yet. Interested to see how many they are and how long a distance they get out to. What distance reckon we'll get? Not sure. Um, got a bit of land down there, but yeah. Oh, I'm sure they'll come up with a variety there. It'd be a pretty flexible um, track for dogs to race over various distances, I'd imagine. Do they have any of these sort of things in Ireland, Kenny? No, we just have circles. Or the straight tracks for the coursing. We've got figure eight tracks <laughs> in Ireland. The ones where they've got to go jump over a little pond in between. Yeah. Well, that's Shepherd and actually. Oh, well, actually, have you ever seen Irish harness racing where they just run down the motorway? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we need to show you this. Yeah. It's, well, a, literally... it's a sight. Yeah. It's, uh, what do you mean? It's just it's not exactly... an official sport. Just some people like to mm. take up the They don't have shots in Ireland, officially. Oh, they do, but the, the, the most popular trots illegally takes place on the freeway. Oh, my God. You'll That's see some videos on YouTube. I've, yep. seen, the, I've seen the trots in, like, um, Mexico and South American countries. 
That's quite. It's actually quite big over there. Yeah, there's a uh, there's one. Uh, I don't follow the UFC, yeah. but there's one fighter in particular who's right into, into it. it. Yeah, yeah. He goes home and he just yeah. He, they did a big piece on it. I actually watched it just yes. on YouTube. UFC harness racing. If that tickles your fancy, uh, but uh, no, straightening back up um, to this. Uh, as we said off the top last show today, it is sad. We've we've seen a few people uh, across Twitter just get involved and send some well wishes, which is nice. Really? Yeah. Did they? <laughs> no, they fair didn't come have. A few people put their hand up to take the host role. So, oh, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> there, there has been. Um, and then, uh, yeah, a few people have, have slid in and said, oh, well, you know, why, why, are we, why are we wrapping up? But uh, unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Well, sh- surely Molly would be putting her hand up. This is about the only Greyhound show that she's not involved oh. with. So, <laughs> I like that. Nick Kay just redid our profile picture yeah, and uh, yeah, he decided did. to replace Shagger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Nick Kay did do that. I didn't see any of this. So i got to get back involved. He, he, he put his own face over he Shagger. He put his own face over Shagger, so unless he's thought that oh. Shagger the whole time. Oh, very good. <laughs> Sensational. Um, but, uh, no, as we said... Well, that... actually, it may, maybe your head's so big that his, his photo probably didn't fit over the top of your massive melon, so maybe that was the reason why. Oh, that, very funny. But we will try and wheel around at the uh, in the back end of the year, obviously, with the Melbourne Cup and the... Dapto Mega Star, of course, we're back. Great sponsors of uh, of the Dapto stuff, and then the Phoenix as well, which is an exciting new initiative by GRV. Um, the big million dollar race down at the Meadows at the back end of the year. We'll we'll, we'll circle around for a bit of uh, previewing around those times, um, fellas. Uh, unfortunately, just five dollar dog. We don't need to go into it. We won't do one this week. I blew the kitty. I blew the twenty one bucks. <laughs> Jeez, it got back down to the... God, unravelled since I left. Not because of me, but just coincidence. You really haven't listened to a show, have you, since What have you been doing? No, I've just... I've been busy and everyone's busy, so please don't get the violins out. Everyone's busy, all right? We still need to get a dog, so if anybody wants to donate a greyhound to the the non-chasers, we'll send them up to Queensland to uh, Reynolds up there and he'll look after it. Yeah, I've joined all the um, buy, swap, trade greyhound deals. (laughs) Gone on to Marketplace. (laughs) I did shop around with the 21 bucks uh, and say, has anyone got one? Um, no, but uh, we had $21 in the coffers and I, I blew it. He did drift out. The speaker did drift out to $10 plus and he ran all right. Um, but I was thinking, I'm going to ask, this is a question without notice. Why don't we just all get together, go down to the Sand End Dogs. I'm sure the team down there will put the big Dim Sim special on for us and we'll go have a night at the Dogs. I like oh, it. I'll have a night at the Dogs anytime. Thank for you. That. Gunner's corporate card over the bar, and we'll be, and we'll be, absolutely, and we'll be absolutely laughing. Now, dead set. That's that can be the uh, end of the end of the season, end of the show. Uh, break up party down at Sandown. We'll get Mick down there, and we'll uh, sing Kumbaya. Hopefully, watch the speaker get uh, number one spot on the dice. What do you reckon? Yep, sounds good to me, mate. I like it. He's racing again tomorrow night. Saw that. Yeah. yeah. What's his chances? They're doing tier threes on Thursday nights. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he's drawn a shock and get uh, Barry again. Barry yeah. Fox. We'll get into that race a little bit later. Yeah, how long have you been hosting the show for? Yeah. Mm. No, no. I always get it wrong, just like I'll probably call you Gunner or Shatter. <laughs> 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 I'll probably call you something. Um, tip off the top, let's get into it. Kenny, start with you. Um, I'm going to look to Cannington tonight, race four. Um, it's a maiden race here, and it looks like they'd be lacking in early pace. Apart from one dog, box four, Raven Snakes. Um, every other dog in the race is doing like 575, 575 splits. This has done 560 splits. And it's trained by Chris Hall, so you know this dog can do a time. Um, so, yeah, 
Cannington Race 4 kicks off at half nine. Box 4, Raven Snakes. And it's actually 8.50 at the minute as well, so oh. take that price. Raven Snakes. Good name. Shagger? Uh, mine's Ballarat Race 6. One out of the Jason Thompson kennel here. Kalinda Beast, Box 6. Um, got the chockies for us last week and put my faith in him again tonight. Just rinsing and repeating, mate. The same dog on yep. Friday night. Well, winners are winners. Absolutely. Don't go <laughs> <laughs> Firmly says winners are winners and that... Sounded very confident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah just is. dispatched you through the covers, yeah, didn't he? he? Um, speaking of winners, this segment is called Cha-Ching. And um, good to see um, Pete Riley on Twitter just uh, let us know. Nice to hear you guys have launched a new segment with two weeks to go. But uh, <laughs> we're going again, Pete. So this... Is an absolute monster, which was knocked off by a punter known as Mr. X um, at Capalaba. And it's gone full circle here. He, he got a massive multi last week, Mr. X, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. X, oh, Mr. X is on fire. <laughs> it's a different Mr. X. Um, and look, we love Capalaba here on the, on the non chasers, and it just is so perfect that someone has turned $20 into. $13,405 at the Capalabar Dogs. How did they do it? A seven-leg, okay, so seven different same-race multis in the card. You did one in race seven, one in race 10, one in race six, one in race five, one in race four, one in race three, and run in and one in race two, which was the skinny fat man handicap, which cake is good. <laughs> one. That's cold. The risk where cake is bad, Kim said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say that the commentator said about the race? Oh, at the start of the race, is like, right, it's time to find out is cake good or is cake bad? <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, like, congratulations. This is absolutely phenomenal. He's got. Six of the same races were t- only two leggers, and he's and they were and they would have run top four. And then the the, the last leg was a um, was the cake is good one, uh, and it had a three legger. So congratulations to Mister X, um, he's done it again. Twenty dollars into thirteen thousand four hundred and five with an absolute monster at the Capalaba Greyhounds. Maybe he was that snake stuck in the boxes. And just I was going to say uh, maybe that's where Raven Snakes needs to run <laughs> up at Capalaba after Kenny's experience. Yes. Uh, horror calls. Horror calls. Okay. Um, we go to Wagga uh, last Friday night, Kenny. Um, dog in the race called Tigalong Fab. Pretty easy to remember, you'd suggest, Kenny, Shagger, Gunner? Yep. 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 Um, anyway, the uh, the green light was on and the bunny was rolling and this is how the caller decided to call the race. Miracle of Love out of two, she silver three, and Miracle Millie coming out of one. Your favourite is out of five, the yellow Tigalong Fab. They're getting ready, Miracle Millie the inside, they're set, and they're racing. Miracle Millie bounded away brilliantly, she's very quickly into stride, uh, getting back Tigalong Tonk in the field as they settle. Miracle Millie the leader, there goes Tonk now, he's out after them quickly. Coffee with ten, the leader, Tigalong Tonk's wearing him down on the outside as they race to the turn, followed by Smoother Rodway. Oh, there's trouble, Tigalong Tonk was checked there, and got back from the field as they swing for home. Coffee with Ted and on the inside, Smoother Rodway. Coffee with Ted or nothing in it. Coffee with Ted and Smoother Rodway followed at the head of the others. Miracle Millie. They were being followed by secret staffs behind them and getting into trouble on the top turn there. Tigalong Fab lost all chance. Velocity on and back behind them with She Silver and the Miracle of Love standby for official placings. And uh, Coffee with Ted just gets it over Smoother Rodway. Okay, um, yeah, Tigalong Fab just. A tonk in <laughs> Fab's clothing. <laughs> <laughs> Not too 
Tom Grote when a tick-along tonk's gone up to Wagga on a Friday night. Yeah, he can't even win a Grade 6 short course at Wagga. <laughs> did, uh, did Tonk actually, uh, did he win a heat of the million-dollar chase up there last year? I think he might have gone no, up there. They're bred up that way. Yeah, the um, tick-alongs, yeah. Yep. Right. Um, I just love it how he called him the Tonk. And then, <laughs> then <halfway, laughs> he realises he calls him Tickalong Chank Chomp. <laughs> oh, wow. That is, uh, that's a hard, hard job of race calling, yeah, no yeah, doubt. But, um, but you, not much is getting past the non-chasers, especially yeah. when we've got ears to the ground across the world. That came from one of your friends overseas, didn't Yeah, Neil, Neil Price, who's based in England. And uh, like uh, some of our English listeners, Neil is very active in the Greyhound Twitter world. Um, he would definitely give David Mitchell a run for his money, and he sent us in that one. He would, he'd have been up bright and early on a Friday morning watching Waka racing. That's so good. I, I remember Darren Flindell, I think he called a race within Costa de Lago in it at one stage last year, and I thought that was pretty impressive, but anyway. Oh, so good. What a ripping oracle to wrap us up. Yeah. Um, where are we fast bucking, boys? We'll go sand down. Sand down? All right, fast bucks. Here we go. Fast bucks. Fast bucks, fast bucks, fast bucks. Okay, sand down tomorrow. Um, I don't have the market here, but that is that. You're not playing because you're a grumpy old man. All right, music up in the background. Fast bucks. Race one, Kenny. Uh, Aston Alpha. Sh- Shagger. Weblex Star. Race two, Shagger. Uh, Aston Vogue. Kenny. Gentucky Bill. Race three, Kenny. Internet slowing here. Uh, one night only. Shagger. Invictus Rising. Race four, Shagger. Whatever I say. Kenny. Uh, Empress Tears. Race five, Kenny. Gristlin' <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bit. Oh, Zip and Ramble, Zip and Ramble. Shagger. Shimmer Glow. Race six, Shagger. Shadow Mist. Kenny. Crystal Beal. Race seven, Kenny. So it's a very slow box today, Linda. That's very slow in here. Uh, he shall Roger. Shagger. G- Tyler Durden. Race 8. Shagger. Shimmer Classic. Kenny. Japara. Race 9. Shagger. Lakeview Cruiser. Kenny. Gypsy Bond. Race 10. Kenny. Andy Matilda. Shagger. Uh, Sierra Foxtrot. Race 11. Kenny. Tigers 20. Shagger. Highly Explosive. Race 12. Shagger. Mustang Charlie. Kenny. Pacific Lass. Very good. Good fast backing. Um, we will go to a break here on the Nan Chasers, but before we do, Gunner, um, you're not going to be with us for the rest of the show, so thank you for everything you've done for the three years, mate. It's been a ripping time, and I wish you all the best, mate, with everything. No, thank you, Paddy. It's been very enjoyable doing this on a Wednesday, and uh, thank you for sticking by as host. No worries, mate. You took us to the radio waves, mate. <laughs> That'll be your legacy. <laughs> we can talk about it down at Sandown over some cheap dim sims oh. and plenty of beers. But uh, as you say, not the last show. We'll be back later in the year. We'll and be back. If we, can, if we can find some regularity to take it forward, I'm sure we will. Whatever format we can, we can sort out. Thanks, mate. We'll take a break here on The Non-Chasing. We'll be back chasing with Jason after the break. Welcome back to The Non-Chasers here, the last show for uh, Sportsbet and SEN Track. And we teased it at the top of the program. We're going to do a little bit of chasing with Jason. And that we are. We've got the great man, Jason Thompson, absolute superstar trainer in partnership with his wife, Shona. They just keep winning and winning and winning. Group ones, wherever they win around the country, they just don't stop. Jason Thompson's on the line, mate. Welcome to the non-chasers. Thank you. We've got you there. Sounds like you're uh, you're, you're heading somewhere, mate. You're taking the, the dogs out for a gallop or you're heading to a race today? No, I'm actually... Um Heading to Heels, we'll just uh, to trial one, actually catch the thing. Um, 
just had a little um, pulled up a bit sore after his last race at Bendigo, and yeah, he's just going for a hit out at Field School. Yeah, today, so that's where we're up to. Not a bad place to just take him down for a little hit out. Now, Andrew Gunner was on the show earlier before. He had to he had to leave, and he wanted to ask this question. We came down and visited you a couple of years ago down at your Piersdale property. Um, you were very hospitable. You, you you let us come, and we, we saw all the dogs. I think Pope the Bear was down there at the time, and you showed us and gave us a nice tour. And we, we did ask, and well, you, you did say to us, I don't care how many Melbourne Cup um, some of my dogs win. They are never coming in and sitting on the couch and uh, going to share the couch with us. Has your stance softened at all with this, Jace, or are you still being a hard ruler and only letting them stay where they're allowed to? Oh, look, I'd like to say that um, I, 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 I've held firm with um, <laughs> what I said, but no, nah, that's not the case. Um, we made an exception. We've, you know, look, I've, I've never, we've had plenty of dogs as pets over the years but you know they've always lived outside and obviously you know well looked after all the rest of it um one thing we always have had um ever since we've lived where we are in Deersdale is you know I'm not a big fan of cats but I do enjoy having a cat in the house we've always had a cat um believe it or not (laughs) more than happy to have them just wholly and totally live in the house but never um had any dog whether it's a pet dog or a greyhound um you know, it just wasn't something that I was really fond of. Um, even though Shana and the kids were always happy to, to let the whatever pet dog we have at the time come in the house, we never allowed it. Um, black opium, uh, <laughs> she retired. I'll look at it, it'd be probably six months ago now, and we've got a really good relationship with uh, her owners, Bill and Serge Pichilli, and Normally they've got a, a farm that they send all their potential brood bitches off to and, um, you know, they get obviously well looked after, have their pups and, and live out their life um, on the farm that they go to. So she was sort of obviously earmarked to go there uh, when she retired. But Shana and the kids, I mean, look, particularly Shana just absolutely loved her and she's probably one of the, the nicest dogs we've ever trained. Very, like... You know, most greyhounds, just terrific nature, um, almost human, the way she acts, and they sort of pleaded with me if they, we could keep her as a, oh, well, not as a pet, but, you know, we just look after, treat her as a pet, look after her at home until, obviously, she comes on season and then has her pups. So uh, Bill and Serge, you know, were more than happy that, um, you know, if that was what we were going to do, um, to leave her at home. And from there... When she did retire, she sort of the day she retired, she went straight from the race kennel into the house, and um, pretty much I think Shane and Holly over the time since she's been inside have put quite a few photos of her up on um, Facebook and other social media uh, outlets, and you can sort of see that she's definitely adapted to living in the house. And um, to be honest, look, I, I wouldn't have with her. She's yeah, they, as I said, they make unbelievable pets, and yeah, I've sort of obviously weakened with Sarah. Um, she spends probably 99.9% of the day inside, and only has to go outside when she needs to. And yeah, no, it's, it's um, yeah, actually really enjoyable having it in the house as a pet. So it was a I did weaken, and um, yeah, it, it, it took a good one for me to weaken too. That's <laughs> so, um, 
There was a dollar I won that it was going to be black opium jazz. That that was for sure. Um, just on the subject of black opium jazz, um, has she had any pops yet? No, she hasn't. She's actually uh, she's had two had two seasons while she was racing, and she came on in October both times. So it obviously looks as though that's her cycle. She comes on every twelve months, so we're sort of planning that for the end of September, October. Uh, that she'll come on season again, hopefully, and yeah, she'll definitely get mated when she comes on season this time. It was uh, more just to you know, let her wind down from from her racing and um, knowing roughly when she comes on that yeah we when she came on last time she never got bred out of it, um, but definitely this time. Um, have you got any sayers in mind yet? Look, uh, I think the boys at owner have got a, a, you know obviously a couple in mind. Um, Obviously, possibly Basket Bale or, or Fernando Bale, but I mean, there's a couple of good young up and comers that are, that are going really well. The dog we've got, Aston DB, and possibly Bernardo. So I think they're possibly the four that are in the mix, but um, yeah, obviously, whoever she goes to will be a more than well credentialed stud dog, and yeah, hopefully, she can throw equal to what she was as a race dog. And you mentioned Aston DB there. You've you've had some magnificent greyhounds in the kennel over the years. I, I remember um, from many years back, awesome assassin um, coming down to my home track at Shepparton and um, hooked on Scotch, black opium, light of fire, etc. Um, of the dogs that you've got in the kennel at the moment, do you see any um, or who's the highest rated dog of yours at the moment? Do you think? When you, when you talk about dogs like Aston DB, um, Light of Fire, or Assassin, Poke the Bear, you know, dogs of that calibre, um, they're, they're just, you know, out and out, you know, just top-line race dogs, you know, superstars, did it for a long time and, and, and raced at the highest level for a long time. Um, so I, I would say we've got uh, what I call, you know, a group of really good, they're not that young, but dogs such as Equalizer, Aston Fastnet, uh, or catch the thief, albeit we got him sort of at the latter part of his career, but he's, you know, he's still going really well. Uh, immunity. Um, got a couple of nice young ones. One in particular, a dog by the name of Rebellious. Um, but it's on Squatch. He's a three-quarter brother to him. He's potentially, uh, you know, a, a very serious up-and-comer, um, doing everything right at the moment. I've got a... Another couple of young ones, or youngish types, who only just gone two, Mustang Charlie and uh, Kalinda Patty, that certainly, they're only just starting off their careers um, as far as starting now to get to the city, potentially race against better dogs, but um, th- those couple look very promising, and I think the next few months will sort of tell whether they're going to be up to going on to where Aston Fast and Equalizer and those other types have got to going into better races, but um, I'd like to think that they will be. So whilst I'd say we haven't got an out-and-out superstar, um, more than happy with the, the nice group of dogs we got. Absolutely, yeah. Look, we, yeah, we've mentioned um, some of those dogs that you that you just spoke about on the show previously. Um, Rebellious was one in particular that I had a an eye on. Um, yeah, some flying runs and, and looks to have pretty good early pace. So yeah, I think he's a very good young up and comer for you. Uh, Jace Benny Thompson, your yeah. son, 
How's it feel watching him ride broomsticks to victory up in uh, up in Queensland? He's he's making every post a winner up there. Yeah, oh look, it, to be honest, it's amazing where he's got to, uh, you know, in, in his career as as a jockey. Um, he'd never been on a horse or pretty much touched a horse until he was sort of fifteen and a half. So it was a pretty much a, even though obviously his stature gives him a perfect profile to be a jockey that he's only small um, can pretty much eat whatever he wants and not put on weight so he ticks out those boxes um, which are crucial for a jockey but when you know you'd never sat on a horse until that stage of your life and then to you know come up with the idea that you want to be a jockey well um, you know I was wrapped but I said to Shana you know let's see how long this lasts because <laughs> you know when, when kids are that age you know different fads come along one minute they want to be a footballer then a cricketer or a golfer or a motorbike ride or whatever it may be and sort of you know last about five minutes but this definitely um obviously got to something more than that and um not only um you know did he sort of end up obviously learning how to ride a horse he's made a career out of it and, and a pretty successful one so yeah to watch him sort of progress and, and, and even um, the fact that he sort of travelled around the world he, he as an apprentice he won the world apprentice title in um, Abu Dhabi uh, then he obviously uh, went on to outright his city claim as an apprentice which is um, you know, not very easy to do there's been a lot of very good jockeys that have um, didn't outright their city claim as an apprentice and then Moved to Singapore, uh, rode over there successfully, riding group winners, and then came back home and um, obviously has ended up in Queensland. Uh, you know, obviously, Steph went up there, um, his girlfriend, Steph Thornton, and mm-hmm. she's done really well. And, um, you know, they he made the move up there to join her and, you know, obviously hasn't looked back. So it's, it's a really good outlet for us to watch him ride. And, um, you know, it's pretty much like a hobby for us. It's a good outlet from from doing the dogs just to sit back and, and enjoy what he's doing when lose or draw and, and, and see how well he's going. So, yeah, absolutely wrapped with him and, and very proud of him. No, very good, mate. Win, laws, win, lose or draw, whatever you guys are doing or what Ben is doing, you're, you're doing it fantastically. Good luck in the Brisbane Cup heats um, coming up, mate. I know you've got uh, Equaliser and Aston Fastnet going up there, mate. So, from everyone here at the Non-Chasers, mate, we're wishing you, wishing you good luck and thanks for joining us on the show this evening. No worries. Thank you. Good on you, Jason. Thank you. Cheers, Jess. Oh, Jason Thompson, what a guest. And it's great insight to hear, um, you know, obviously you've got the, the family stuff with Ben, the, the, his son being a jockey, and then obviously he just talks through his empire there of great dogs. We'll take a quick break here on the non-chase. We'll be back with some of the real stuff and, uh, and plenty more. Stay with us. <coughs> Welcome back to the non-chases here for Sportsbet. And SEN track as we draw towards the finish line. We just spoke to Jason Thompson, of course, champion trainer. Did sound well. We know where he was going. He was off to Hillsville um, to trial catch the thief. So uh, you know there were times there where he might have been driving through some 
foresty areas where it cut out a little bit, but we did our best to um, hear from the great man and he, and he gave us a great insight into his operation and his life and, his, of course, his son as well. Um, but now, you know, we've got to get into the real stuff, a little bit of analysis. Uh, it was invest in the rest last week. We went all around the nation and he's still looking at me saying, you missed a few of my winners for the montage. <laughs> Kenny, it's time to invest in the West. Right, we're very little travel cost this week because we're going straight to Cannington Saturday night. Uh, race one, box one here, Sapphire Rose is, uh, has been absolutely pinging the lids when running over the sprint distance at Cannington and Mandura, and she drops back in a trip here and running over the short course, 380 metres. Um, she's got the cherry here. She's previously done a 6.33 split over 380, which is which is light and fast. Um, this, this is a top-class short course race, but... Um, I don't know. I just seen in the. I, I haven't seen any prices out there yet, but I seen the tissues. She's twenty five bucks, and like if she's anywhere near that, absolutely load up. I don't think she will, but hopefully she'll be a decent enough price anyway. Load up, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what I mean. Twenty five to one. You're like you're not going to have the wife and kids in it. You're going to have a small wager. Um, so start off with Cannington Race One Saturday night box one a Sapphire Rose. Uh, then off to race two, Salsa Minnelli looks the very likely leader here. Um, and I can't see many dogs in this race catching him. So if he hits the lead, um, you can, uh, as Pete said earlier on, just get in the queue um, and collect your tickets. So uh, race two, box five, Salsa Minnelli. And then on to race th- three, uh, his dog here, Sid Kaur, Um He's a former Victorian and he's had three starts at Cannington and uh, some tough enough races. Um, and he's had two places in those races as well. Um, I think he's due a one in here. Um, this race looks within his grade. Um, the dog on his outside, Rippin' Willie, he, he looks fairly awkward early. Um, I don't like the way he's boxed anytime he's been at Cannington. And uh, the dog in box one can fly out. So Sid Core, the key to him is he needs room to muster early. I think he's going to park in behind the one dog and he'll get that room just to run up. And uh, he can definitely run down the one. So he should be actually a decent price as well. Um, and he's also, like, he's won races at Sandown in decent times. He's beaten the likes of Kirill Kismet. He's running some good grade races here as well against uh, Yozo Bale and Duet. Um, and those kind of dogs are a lot better than the ones in this race. So that's race three, Sid Core. Um, race four is, it's a race here with some really talented up-and-coming WA pups. Um, out in box eight is Manzu and his uh, litter sister here is in box seven. Little Minx, one of the ones we tipped up last week. Uh, Papa Mono's in six. He he's um, on his fourth out in here, I think, and he's been flying. Uh, West on Bray, who's done twenty nine fifties runs, which is absolutely lightning around Cannington's in this race as well. But um, I'm going to go with Mambo Manelli here. It's in box four. I think it's got the best map. I think um, I think West on Bray is going to collide with the dog on his inside. The got the sugar dog. I think uh, the the little brawler and seven or the little brawler and sister out in seven and eight. Manzu and little minx. They're going to hold each other up, so I think uh, the four-dog Mambo Manelli is going to get it out in the way and get the chalkies for us here. And then race five, we're just going to butter up again and stout Manelli. Um, last week he says he can't be beat, won't be beat. Not as confident this week, but we're still fairly confident. Um, he should Say win it that again. race. Say it again. So uh, we're going race five, stout Manelli, can't be beat and will not be beat. <laughs> Love it. Uh, race six, R. Seabrook has been absolute flying form. It's won six out of eight. Uh, impossible to back against. He's been, yeah, he's just been flying. Um, he'll be a, he'll be odds on, like, but 
Um, maybe one for the multi. So that's race six, R C book. And then race nine's over 600 metres. Box four here, Chimera Minnelli. We're tipping a lot of Minnellis today. Um, David Hobby's been in flying form. Like last week, he actually um, had the first four in the Paradise uh, 600 metre race. Um, so it's just hard to look past him these days. He's got so many good dogs. So we're going with the normal one here. Box four, Chimera Minnelli. He was really impressive last week behind Stout Minnelli. Um, and we'll chuck in his litter brawler, Red Cap Manelli, who flies home. We'll put him in for a same race multi. So it's Chimera to win and Red Cap Manelli top three. And that's me for Invest in the West uh, this week. Very good. Very good. Let's shag. Well, I've got an idea. Why don't we shag? Straight into it, Shaggy. You've got right. to jump quick here, I, mate. I know we're under the pump for time. Um, Really quickly, Sandown Thursday night, race one. Uh, just a real value tip here. Um, each way, Roxy Quaker, box three. Um, pretty open race, I thought. Weblex Star is probably the one to beat, but I thought something with a bit of value could sneak into the frame. Roxy Quaker. Uh, race, yeah, baby. <laughs> race two. I forgot about the oh baby, yeah, babies. Um, race two, um, big race, mm. um, Mr. Speaker. I'll, I'll twinkle toes, drawn in box five. Look, I think he's definitely got the time in him to win this. Um, but box we've, five, we've seen did, him, you, did you know it, box five is Paddy's favorite number? Yeah, yeah. His favorite he's, he's a bit like an elephant in a oh, china shop, silly. I, I think Aston Vogue is probably a good chance to to jump well and get a nice run there and probably the one I'm going to lean towards for the win, but I reckon the speaker runs in the top four for sure and a very good chance. Keep your eye on the price. Um, I think back speaker late each way. Like it. Yeah, baby. Come on, speaker. Yeah. Race three. Um, I like Invictus Rising here out of box six. We've got um, Extra Speed, one of the best beginners consistently in the country in box five, who's going to move towards the rail and the seven well-grounded should keep off. Um, so, yeah, Invictus Rising, race three, number six, jump on. Yeah, baby. Yeah. One to keep in mind for that race, Kalinda Paddy. Jason Thompson did mention Kalinda Paddy, an up, good um, up-and-comer. It's reserve number nine. If it gets in, yeah, I, I would uh, probably just give that one of the <laughs> one of the bigger chances in the race as well. Um, but let's just hope not. Um, race four, um, whatever I say, box one, um, yep, jump on that. That one looks the winner. Yeah, baby. <laughs> race five. Uh, I like a same race multi here. Zipping Rambo to win. Shimmer Glow to run top four. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Likewise again, race six. Christo Bale to win. Shadow Mist to run top four. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Race seven. Uh, <laughs> number five, Tyler Durden. Um, look, I, I, I think he just has has a bit of a price around him here. And, um, look, if he can spring the lids, good each way value. Race seven, number five, Tyler Durden each way. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> race 11, number two, highly explosive. Best dog in the race. A um, little bit tardy early, but I just reckon we'll find the line soon enough and get the win there. Race 11, number two, highly explosive. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and rounding out with another one that um, Jason mentioned to us, Mustang Charlie um, has been putting in some pretty solid runs. I think the last three starts are best of the day wins. So... Um, I'm going to back him in to get the job done again. Race 12, number two, Mustang Charlie. Yeah, baby. 
<laughs> Very good. And Ooh. do need <laughs> He's got another well, one. It's a race 13. No, when, yeah, move, moving on. Of course, the Brisbane Cup and Queensland Cup heats are on. I just wanted to quickly mention, look, Tigalong Tonks drawn the red in box six. Tigalong Fab. Yeah, I think I think Tonk gets the job done there. <laughs> um, long chunk chunk. <laughs> race five is a really good one. Aston Fastnet against Shimmer Shine. I'm probably leaning towards Shimmer Shine there. Um, and then in race eight, I didn't mind impact there. Um, you probably should beat the two dogs to the inside out of the boxes, but yeah, obviously equaliser in box two is uh, very very fast if he gets a clean run. Very good, Shaga. Yeah, very good. Yeah. I know I've. <laughs> Ruffled you along there, made you go quick, but uh, yeah. you've still fed some winners down our throats. And if uh, you went by last week, that's definitely ones to get on. We'll take a quick break here on the non-chasers. Literally back for the final stretch after this. Stay with us. And we are literally back for the final stretch of the non-chasers here. It's going to be sad to get through these next few minutes, but straight into dog food. Oh, chum, it's so chumpy. Uh, the last time we'll hear that great stinger. Um, and the theme for today's dog food is farewells and goodbyes. Aww. Kenny, what's your buzzer? Oh. <laughs> Shagger? Auf Wiedersehen. Oh, okay. Music over the background, please. Question one. Goodbye for now. Oh. Auf Wiedersehen. Oh, what is it? That's a dog. No, it's not. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, is that your buzzer for the next question already? Uh, question two. Baby, come back. Auf Wiedersehen. And Auf Wiedersehen. Dog. No, both are negative oh, one. Wow. Question three. Breakup. Oh. That's an R. I'm going to call that a dog. That is a dog. 2006. Well, you're back to zero. Question four. Departure gate. Oh. Dog. Uh, correct. 2019. It's zero all. Hybrid. The last ever question of dog food. Oh. Don't go early on your buzzer here. Question five. Bon voyage. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go with a dog. Correct. Get it. He's done it. <laughs> 1989 was when, when Bon Voyage went around the circuit. Um, and that is the last time we'll hear dog food. Show me. Does that mean Kenny gets to take the dog food, that trophy? Yeah, the trophy. With him? What, the, 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 Get to put yeah. that on your man's <laughs> face. Note, the notepad. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. All right, I'll kick us off, and I'm not mucking around this time. He's winning He's winning one in the city, and it's going to happen tomorrow night. Sandown race two, number five, Mr. Speaker. $8.50. Come on, son. Kenny. Paddy, I'm actually going to pick the same dog. You're kidding me. No, I think he's got a good chance. He's definitely a decent each way bet. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Shagger? I like it. Um, I'll go race six, number one, Shadow Mist. Ooh. Definitely... Wants the inside here, so just needs to beat. It's my party out of the boxes against, and I think he'll, yeah, against Christo Bale, who's got some got a railer with some early pace on the outside. So hopefully, hopefully, um, Shadow Miss might be able to jump well there. And um, yeah, once he's out on the rail on the bunny, you'll see his best. Bang, bang, bang. Uh, well, cannot win. <laughs> my multi. Um, I'm 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 going out with a bang here. I'm putting the speaker into place. Oi, oi. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go for two. Um, St. Goddard kicked off early. I'm going to go to Albion Park. Uh, race number eight is equaliser, and then Shimmer Shines in race number five, I think. Very nice. And Shagalow? Uh, race five, Sandown, number one, Shimmer Glow. Very, very good. Three bucks? Three bucks. Oh. Three out of four to place. Very good. Fellas, that's it. That's all she wrote. 
that's a wrap. A um, few thank yous we've we got to get out. Obviously, Jason, the editing team, um, and everyone in the production team, Ian and, and Ty and all them um, in the back room letting us do this great show. We've had fun. Our past members of the show, Squirrel, Rhino, Paddy, he was on there for a little bit, not me, other Irish Paddy. All our guests we heard from Jace today, but we've had an absolute swathe of guests over the time. They've been fantastic, so we thank them for them for coming on. Uh, the listeners, we've had a, a hundreds upon hundreds of listeners enjoy the show, getting involved on Twitter as well. So we yeah. thank you I've, I've very, a, very much. A lot of listeners were uh, writing in on Twitter this week saying good luck and stuff as too. Yep. And we, uh, we massively appreciate it because yep. um, I don't even know why people listen to us. So. <laughs> and we, and we 100% do, but most importantly, you guys. So thank you so much for uh, for getting hands dirty and, and enjoying a bit of uh, an hourly Weekly bit of Greyhound Turkey, boys. Thank you. Oh, our pleasure, and thanks for steering the ship so well. I think um, we'd be even more of a all over the place <laughs> jig without you uh, <laughs> correcting us here and there, Patty. Nah, all good. And that's it, boys. Thank you, linesman. Thank you, ball boys. That's it for the non-chasers. Hopefully, we'll be back in a new form, maybe at the end of the year, or if someone comes in to, to take the reins. But for now, just gamble responsibly, and uh, we'll see you when we're looking at you next time. Hooray! It's been a pleasure. Yeah.